Good morning. It's what is it? It's uh, Tuesday morning in November, mid-November, and it's wonderful that people have started to listen to the podcasts. Um, so, if you're new to listening to these, welcome. Um, and really, I've got you guys in mind. It's inspired me to keep speaking and sharing the stories that have unfolded in my life. My stories are really my treasure, like my stories and my friends. And I, at the weekend, um, found a book called The Book of Rest by a guy called James Reeves and a lady called Gabrielle Brown. And it's really sparked something deep within me. It's a it's a yoga book. It's loosely on yoga nidra, but actually it's about learning how to stop. So even stopping yoga nidra, even stopping meditation, how does it feel to do nothing? And something in me knew that this is something I've been called to for a long time. It's part of awakening. It's part of enlightenment, which to me doesn't just mean the light, as in like the sun, but also it means lightening up. And sometimes the less that you do, the more that you are, the less doing, the more being. And it's a tricky subject talking about doing, non doing. Um, but I've had so many stories about this that it. I just know what they're talking about is right before I've even fully understood their words. So I'm kind of smiling and nodding throughout and thinking, why are there not more books on this? Because when you start to enter a spiritual practice, sometimes it can end up like a rat race, just like the rest of the world. Particularly yoga, we go into it sometimes hoping for some otherworldly experience or more peace and actually what we get is a load more tasks, a load more things to live up to, a load more postures and body image things going on and just how to be better all the time rather than how to be. And so I'm going to start off with a story. Um, there's going to be four and they're all, it's all about drawing you home to a place where everything that you need you already are, so it's already inside of you, and you hold your own opinions in your mind loosely, always, never let go of your own, but just be open and listen, so this is what happened to me, and hopefully I'll give you the space to interpret it as you will. And it's all based around the theme of what happens if you let go and stop paddling, whether it's spiritual practices or distractions or whatever you do, what what happens when you stop and drop? What is there right at the core of you? So sometimes you think it's going to be chaos and fear because we definitely go through levels of that. Maybe that's the ego. Maybe what yoga says is that right at the bottom, if there is a top and a bottom, you know what I mean, 
is your true nature, which is calmness, which is okay with everything, which is spaciousness, which is love, bliss. And sometimes you have to let go of a lot of levels of activity in order to come to that place within yourself. It's like stepping behind the noise. But a lot of the time we don't do it because we feel like we're letting go of ourselves, like a type of death. But maybe we're not the thoughts that we're letting go of. Maybe we're not the emotions that we're slipping through and under or above. Maybe we're something bigger than that, that they call it the witness that's observing all of these things. I prefer to think of it as the sky, that we're maybe we're the sky and we hold all of the weather fast, and we're full, and we're capable of holding the storms, and the, the sunshine, and, but we get caught up in thinking that we're the weather, when we're so much more. So, one story is that I was going to a meditation night at a Buddhist centre, and I hadn't it's not something that I did regularly, this was new for me, and I'd just lost my dad and stepdad, so I was already pretty reeling with um, bereavement, various other things had happened, and I was in deep shock, hence doing the meditation, and then on the day that I was due to go, I was at work, and I found out that my friend had just committed suicide, so I was sobbing, sobbing all the way there my friend was driving when I got there I was sobbing in the waiting room when I got into the meditation room there must have been about 20 people in the room I was trying to silently sob which is hard when you're kind of going (laughs) so I thought oh my god if I don't stop I'm gonna have to leave the room anyway so gave myself a few minutes to perhaps calm down and as the meditation started it felt like I was under a waterfall so these thoughts and emotions were hammering down on me and it was thunderous and then at one point something in me stepped back and suddenly I was behind the waterfall wasn't hammering on my head anymore. Weirdly, my emotions were utterly silent. And what had happened was that without any knowledge of how to do this, or even if this was even possible, I didn't even know this was a thing, part of me had stepped back and I was in infinity. I was in the vastness of space. I knew that if I turned around, there would be infinite space. I stayed facing the waterfall so I could still see all my thoughts and my emotions but they were no longer hammering on me I was observing them and I was in absolute bliss I I really yeah, it was amazing and then I realised I did not even know this was possible I didn't even know this was a function of me and when the meditation has ended, I shared what I'd experienced and apparently I'd had a spontaneous
this experience of what meditation can do. But what this book of rest is saying is that nobody can make you into this state. It's who you are. It's always there. It's just learning how to let go so that you can drop into this state or how to clear away the dust of all the thoughts and stuff that's going on and always exist in this place or always have it there knowing it's a room actually it's the whole house and everything beyond but you know what I mean and then there was another experience that I had where I was sat in my front room once and I am clairaudient so I tend to hear spirit um, and I was just sat looking at my laptop and this voice said to me, get up and go to her so come and out of the blue I was like who's that? Uh, so I shook my laptop I thought well they don't ask much of me, so okay. So I put my coat on, I went to Hersel Common, and this voice said, Crossover, this is the spacious place I have for you because I delight in you. And I crossed over the road into the common, the common's big field, big wheeling open sky. There's not much on there, just a huge field. No paths, no one knows, nothing to tell me where to go, free to roam, watching the seagulls wheel and dance in the sky, space. And I walked around for half an hour and I was expecting to hear more wisdom, nothing, nothing happened so I just was like, okay. Anyway, I went to town, met my friend for a drink, as was planned, and he said to me, do you know the weirdest thing that happened this week? He said, I... I heard a voice that told me to get up and go to Herzl Common. I kind of looked at him. He didn't know what I'd just experienced. And he said, the voice said to cross over. This is the broad place that I have for you because I love you. And I just couldn't believe it. I mean, the words were slightly different. Spacious and broad, yeah, same thing. About that it's a gift because you're delighted in something in me knew that it was also a promise that this is something that we can have but when I told him what I'd just experienced he couldn't believe it we were both absolutely utterly silenced like what is this and I've spent it was maybe about 13 years ago I spent all this time later slowly slowly having that sweet unraveled the wrapper comes off bit by bit by bit to get to the tasty bit inside and I believe I'm going to live in that tasty bit at some point but until then I'm drawn and drawn and drawn into this spacious place and often when we think about the future we think about oh wow yeah I'll, I'll do this and I'll do that and I'll have more of this and I'll be more of that and da 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 we don't often think of less yeah, as I get older, this is going to peel away, that's going to peel away, so I will be revealed more. 
it simpler and simpler maybe. And then it took me back to that book of rest, which again is about peeling away even practices. Drop the yoga nidra, drop the meditations, you know how to just be with whatever thoughts and feelings come up, that's okay. Just sit with the weather. You never get the chance to sink and drop into that deeper place. If you don't first be still, learn how to stop. And meditation is an active stillness. You're doing something to get still. It's like, what if you just stop? me, one of the definitions of insanity is, is living life on the run. Almost like you live in a place that's lots of little islands with the ocean in between. And you don't know how to float on water. So if you're not on an island of activity, you're paddling between them. Scared that you'll sink if you stop. ago, this is years ago, I'd wake up and I'd have a whole day where my mind would be utterly, utterly still, it would be blissful, I almost couldn't think, everything would just seem 3D, like so the colours would be bright, the tastes would be strong, I didn't need anything, I could just sit and stare for ages, and I was in this still, deep place be spontaneous and then it would go sometimes it wouldn't come back again for a year but obviously it was a taste of what meditation would take me to but I never even thought that meditation was a boat are you rowing to somewhere so even then it's an activity what happens if you just stop just stop and be not worrying about the weather emotions or thoughts and then finally, one day, I was in the bath, and there was a moment where a voice spoke to me and said to go and get a certain book that a friend had just given me that I hadn't opened and read yet, and I went and got it, and as I picked it up, I had an image of the sun always shining beyond the clouds. It was so strong. And then I went back to the bath, I opened the book, straight to a page that said it was by Deepak Chopra. And he said something like, one day, people are going to be called to teach, to show people that their inner son 
is always shining beyond the clouds. We're going to show them how to get beyond the clouds. But more than that, even when the clouds are there, they know that that sun is always shining. And that to me is what I'm talking about today. And it was confirmed, this was confirmed because a crystal that I'd lost, uh, maybe for, I don't know, six months or more, suddenly an image flashed in my head of where it was in a coat pocket, but I'd used that coat and it was on the coat rack, so I knew it wasn't in that coat pocket and I'd searched everywhere for this crystal through my wardrobes, in all my pockets of all my things. I knew that crystal was not in that pocket. So I went downstairs after the bath to grab some food, casually put my hand in the pocket. There it was. There was this crystal. I could not believe it. And in that moment, I knew that the image and the words of Deepak and the confirmation of the crystal was that People are going to rise up and teach who we are as humans. That get to the point where you teach actually you don't need yoga, you don't need meditation. These are all tools to get you somewhere that you don't need to get to. You already are. You already are this. So how can you sink and drop or just rest in what you already are? And it's like the old scripture, be still and know God. So those of you that drive, you know, when you find the biting point, the two cogs, the teeth mesh together, the big cog turns the little cog. Imagining the big cog as spirit and us as the little cog. If we just be still and allow ourselves to drop or lean, our teeth meet the big cog were made for that and then we are turned that spirit of life turns us but what happens if we're always spinning so much harder for the teeth to mesh and sparks fly and we're constantly and yet we're pedaling and pedaling and pedaling to create this momentum to get us somewhere to we don't sink, so we don't this, so we don't that, and we don't know how to stop. A lot of the time, even in our spiritual practice, we don't know how to stop. Always doing something, always got somewhere to go, always got another bit of ourselves to improve. Very curious thought about becoming the spacious place. So I'll leave it at that and yeah, just wishing you, really wishing you a year of curiosity into this subject, feeling through, keep your eyes peeled for synchronicities and what it feels like to just stop and just be not minding the weather even if it's a storm 
even if everything you've been avoiding starts coming up, it will change. And eventually there comes this point where you are one. You're one with something more, you're one with yourself. And if anything else, it's not just not worth living a life always on the run. So just give it a try and let me know what you think. Okay, take care, best wishes.